Hi and welcome to episode 14 of the Define Normal podcast. Hope you're good, hope you're having a wicked week. Right, so I was trying to think about what um, I was going to talk about today on today's episode and and most of the time I have like a structure and notes I'm going to go through but today it's a little bit more just winged as such, it's a bit more off the cuff because I just, going off my own experience of myself but also obviously as a coach of over nine years, I feel that this is another obviously major factor why people struggle or to achieve the goal, but not only is obviously the reason they achieve their goal because they address it. So what I mean is the fact that yourself, that if you've got someone that, it might be yourself, if you've got someone else that's really, really ready to change and they want to achieve their goal in regards to fat loss and obviously change their lifestyle, be healthy, be fitter and maintain it for the rest of their life, they're ready. They say, right, I've got my real reason. I've got the reason to do this. Let's go do it. But then that's all well and good but then you've got other outside agencies in your life other factors that you have to take consideration when it comes to achieving it you could want it all you want but if there's other things that's holding you back and that's stopping you then that's something we of course need to address and to say that to think of a title of this episode today it was sort of it's the case of what else is stopping you from achieving your goal because like I said, if we we could want it all we want, as I said, but if we we have other things that are blocking us, that are, are barriers in the way, that's probably ultimately why you haven't got to where you want to be as well. Or, of course, that's something we need to address to then be able to get through them and then ultimately achieve what you want. So, to sort of go through what them factors are and what's going to stop you when when a DTN Elite member joins us uh, joins ourselves. We get them to go through a consultation form, asking these sort of questions. Of course, what is first of all like? What is your goal? What are you wanting to achieve? And also, what is the reasons why you're not being able to achieve that? The major ones normally we go through, of course, and you definitely a lot of you relate to this is your job. If your job is something that is added extra stress to you, it doesn't allow it. You most of the time you're not going to put yourself first, and especially like I said, if it's a job you don't enjoy, it, it, it actually gives you, it demotivates you, it actually gets you in a negative sort of mindset and it actually makes you reactive. This, of course, is going to be a massive red flag when it comes to you trying to achieve your goal because if you've had a tough day at work, you're stressed out, you're not going to be enthusiastic enough, you're not going to have the momentum to be able to then go and look after yourself. You're just going to be like, like I said, a lot of people, when they have a stressful day, what they'll do is they'll come home and then they'll try and de-stress by, obviously, they think that what their go-to is, I'm just going to sit down, relax, have a glass of wine, start drinking, and that's their just go-to. It's not their go-to is to be positive and go, right, I'm actually going to go look after myself, I'm going to go exercise, and it was good, it was lovely, actually. One of our new members who joined, shout out to Kat, she um, had a stressful day at work, and she was honest, she sent me a message yesterday and said, do you know what, actually, though, with the accountability and support that she's getting, she said, no, I'm actually going to take this stress all day. I'm actually going to put it into actually making it something that's productive to me. And I'm going to actually go and exercise, and which is obviously wonderful. But a lot, not a lot of people do that because they haven't got the accountabilities and support. They'll, they'll go to things, like I said, is just go for a drink or just literally veg and chill out and not address the issue itself. We can, we can talk all the time and think, right, our job is just that's the way it is. If you, seriously, everyone, listen to this again, and I know it's scary, especially obviously a cost of living crisis and all that sort of stuff. If you generally despise your job and you don't enjoy it, and the classic is you're literally on Sunday night, you're dreading it going into a Monday, and that's what I used to be at an element towards the end. I was in my RAF career. I literally, that is your time. You need to look at other ways around your job. And of course, when it comes to achieving your goal in health and fitness, you're never going to ultimately really achieve it if you... Your job, how much of a percentage of your life is spent in your job? Like, unless you've got a custody job where you only work a couple of, a couple of days, whatever, 
you're gonna you're spending your whole time there. And especially if you're going above and beyond for that job and you're at work in extra hours and all these sort of things and you're like, well, no, I'm, you're working through lunch and you're like, taking a break for, for to go and get go for a walk for not only, obviously, your physical but your mental health and all these certain things. In the morning, you're like being reactive because you're like, oh, you wake up and you're like, you're staying in bed for as long as you can because the fact you just can't be, you don't want to get ready and don't want to get up for the day because you've got to go to a shitty job. That is a fucking horrible way to live. And I'm telling you what, whether you want to hear this or not, that's down. Your, that's your choice. That is your choice to be at that job. If you're hanging on for the weekend because of the fact that you're just hating Monday to Friday, and then of course then people will then just fucking sabotage themselves the weekend. The classic, it's party time. I'm just going to enjoy myself. But that enjoyment is always an overconsumption of maybe alcohol or food or whatever. And then they put themselves in another negative state to get ready to start another shitty week on Monday. God, do you think you're ever going to achieve the health and fitness goals with a with a lifestyle? Well, a lifestyle regards your job like that. It's not going to happen. I swear to God, that is the number one reason why if someone comes into our program, the people I've coached, it's the number one reason why people don't get there. It's not because of the, how much they want it. It's not because, of, like I said, that the lack of knowledge or lack of support or anything like that. It's because they put their job as a higher priority than their health, which is horrible, especially when you're employed and you could get fucking dropped tomorrow. This is the thing, you get dropped tomorrow. Financially, of course, I know we want to obviously make sure they're okay. I'm talking from someone that actually left. I When the pandemic, not sorry, before the pandemic, I left a commercial gym which was full of clients that I could train to go to an independent gym because I wasn't happy in the gym I was in. I wasn't happy. I was willing to take that risk all the way back when I went, I went in my RAF days. I, I'm happy to take, if I'm not happy... I'm willing to take the risk of moving to potentially something that's going to make me happier. Please don't be a content doing something, continuing something that you don't enjoy. You're going to look back on your life and be like, fucking hell. Like, not only did I not, I wasn't happy in obviously my job, which you can be happy in. Again, you can't just say it's a privilege to be able to have a job that you enjoy. Chase your passion, chase something that you want to do. That's that's what it's about. But also when it comes to health and fitness goals, we need to put ourselves at a higher priority, especially in a job where you don't enjoy. Start putting it on the back burner if that's the case. If you're literally at a job, which is just literally paying the bills, don't go above and beyond for it. Make sure you obviously do the minimum. Don't be an asshole, But then just literally focus on yourself. Work your way around it. Look at your job and go, right, I'm going to factor in. This is when I'm going to do this. When it, normally, the, normally the point when people put their work first is, and I've said this obviously when I said about the routine episode, it's because they haven't got a routine in and around their work. So I'm going to take my time to actually, when am I going to go for a walk? When am I going to exercise? When am I going to do this? When am I going to do that? Instead of just thinking, oh, well, I'll just, I'll see how work goes and then I'll work around it. Okay, so that's obviously work. That's a massive one, of course. So that's only for you to address because if you're letting work be the dictation of you not getting your results, that is on you. That's massively on you. So then it comes to your actual circle of friends and I can definitely relate to this in regards to when I was in the RAF and I wanted to improve myself in regards to health and fitness. The, 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 it's mad to say this for people that don't miss, like the civilians as we used to call them. Obviously, I am a civilian now as such. I'm not in the military anymore. You would have thought it was nice and fit and healthy people because they're in the military, but you couldn't be any further from the fucking truth. Like No one looks after themselves. Well, very, very rarely does anyone, like in the civilian world really, not many people do look after themselves and it's exactly the same in the military world. Like, especially in the RAF anyway, I can only t- say from experience from, I-, I can't talk for other military services, Navy, 
army marines of course they'll probably normally look after themselves but the ref itself it was all on your own um accountability in regards to look after yourself and Again, most people don't. I've helped several people that worked with me in the RAF or actually in the RAF, and they'll tell you themselves, no one fucking looks after themselves. So in the fact that when it comes to putting yourself first in regards to when I made the decision that I wanted to actually had that moment of clarity, I want to start looking after myself. When I wanted this, if obviously friends I'd say, right, I'm actually going to go to the gym or I'm not going to go out tonight because obviously the sacrifice of one of actually, I don't want to go out and go and get drunk and have extra calories and uh, eat shit food, go out for that. I'd start to say no. I can imagine the people that I obviously used to hang around with, as we, as you know, a lot of you can obviously relate to this. It's, it, it doesn't go down well. Or what are you being, I was very young at the time as well. So what are you fucking being boring for? What are you doing this? What are you doing that? Why you, the pressure you would receive because the fact that you wanted to do something for you, and it comes through the fact that whether you know this or not, normally the people that are adding the pressure onto you, when they're meant to be your friends, is because the fact that it's a reflection on them that they're not looking after themselves. When you have a circle of friends that don't look after themselves, and then you make the decision that you, you do, people don't like change. Human beings don't like change. So when you want to make the decision to make a change, to me it tells them like, well, I don't want to change, so I don't want you to change either. Oh, I'm not, or I'm not ready to change, so I don't want you to either. Because then it's a true reflection on them as a person that the fact that they're not willing to like make that change or be disciplined enough to look after themselves. So they make you feel bad for it, i.e. you're boring or fucking what are you doing that for? And it, it's not, and for the people that aren't strong enough and aren't confident enough, they give into that peer pressure and then end up actually not looking after themselves and not putting themselves first and actually not following through with what they actually wanted, the reason that they, they spoke up in the first place and said no. For me, personally, I, of course, I ignored the naysayers. I, I don't wrong at times. I, I would, like, give in to peer pressure. And actually, the ultimate thing is, as well, giving into to peer pressure as well, it means you're not you're doing something you don't want to do, which is awful, isn't it? Like, nothing worse, is there? Being somewhere. Think when we were younger, it's mad, isn't it? When we were even in school, or for me in my RF days, I'd hang around with people in my younger 20s that like, I fucking couldn't give a shit about now. I literally, I wouldn't even... They're on Facebook still, but of course you fucking don't acknowledge anything they do. They just do your head in. And of course, when I'm I'm, in the, I'm 36 now, I speak to just a handful of people that I want to speak to and that's it. Because they're my friends and I care about them. And they care about me. I couldn't give a shit about half the people I used to hang around with because they don't inspire. And there's nothing personal. They just don't inspire me. They don't, they don't do anything for me. And that's what you've got to think about. If you're generally hanging around with people that aren't doing anything for your life and are actually holding you back, but you've been your friends with them because the fact that you've just been so long that you're friends. I know so many people that actually, when they speak to me honestly, they hang around with people that they actually really don't want to hang around with. They just feel obliged to because they've known them for a long time. Fuck that shit, everyone. You don't have to do that. Do not hang around with someone, especially the fact if they're holding you back if they're supporting you and they care about you, that you're your friend. They actually, they're, they're amazing people to have in your life. That's what you need. Especially when you're trying to achieve something that you want in regards to a goal. And you, you need people around you that care about you and support you. The last thing you need is people that are against what you're doing. And you all know that you relate to that. How many people have you tried to do something? And how, how, you will know off the, straight off the way off the top of your head, you'll know someone that actually like, hates on anything that you try and do for yourself. You need to fuck them people off out your life, okay? Because like I said, they are doing nothing for you and ultimately that allow you to be able to achieve. If you, when, For me, when I become healthy, when I looked, I start having a health and fitness lifestyle, my circle of friends completely changed. 
completely changed because obviously what inspired me before when I was when I'd hang around because I'd hang around with people that I had it's it's think of it like this where you are in your, your life your friends reflect the way you are so I had no confidence I was overweight I just didn't say boo to a goose I didn't say fuck all so my circle of friends obviously replicated that reflected that they were exactly the same as me fucking losers to be honest right so when I got confidence and I got like again I started to look after myself I've become disinterested of what they were interested in. Again, it's nothing personal, but I just wasn't interested in what they were doing. So the fact that I then started to come away from them and actually started to want to hang around with people I actually enjoy. The classic is, right, you need to be hanging around with supportive and successful people because then people are going to hold you up to a higher standard and actually want more for you. If you hang around with losers, you're going to be a fucking loser. It's as simple as that. So it's your decision to make that. And please... Do not hang around with people you do not want to hang around with and or look, are they actually doing anything for your life? You live once. You need to be surrounded by people that actually really care for you and, like I said, hold you to a higher standard. And these people that actually, like I said, you come away from, they will hate on you. You'll get a lot of backlash, 100%. But they're just jealous. Or, like I said, it's a reflection on them because they they don't want to do the same. They don't want to make that change. They start to refer you to things like boring or arrogant and things like that. Do you know how many times I've been called arrogant in my life because I actually because I've got confidence? People are confused with the words of arrogance and confidence. There's a difference. Being narcissistic is a difference to being confident. Narcissistic is someone that's really, really insecure, but they betray something that they're not. Whereas confident is actually general confidence. And actually they are happy and they actually have self-belief, have self-esteem and have focus. And that's where you want to be. So be around people that have the same, okay? Then it comes to even your family. And who's to say this, that even your family, you, we have this, we have to be, 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 oh, forgive me, we'd be obliged to the fact that we think we have to hang around with people, even if there are family members that actually do, are just fucking negative and just hold us back. Again, fuck that. You don't have to hang around with these people. If they're, again, not doing anything for your life, and it could be as close as someone in your close-knit family. If they're not helping you and they're not supporting you, even your own parents. I know it's not very nice to say that. Like I said, if your mum and dad and everything, I mean, I obviously feel privileged. Like my mum and dad, they do support me and everything like that. But if they're not, they're holding you back and they're hating on, they're questioning you. They're not being supportive to you. Get them out of your life. Because, again, ultimately, you don't have to be obliged to be actually go, I have to listen to this shit because actually I've got to start believing it. God forbid your parents or your close family members, your uncles, your aunties, your cousins, they don't believe in you. They don't support in what you want to actually achieve in your career. Fuck them right off now because you're not going to get to where you want to be if you're not surrounded by the people that you want. Because like I said, the last thing you need is people in your ear questioning you, not supporting you, not allowing you to get to where you want to be. Okay? So your circle of the people around you, your job, even your relationship... Let's go there as well, right? Because I said, I will talk to people in the fact that one of the questions I ask in my consultation is, is your partner understanding of your situation? I actually had someone join my program. They were doing really, really well. And after 30 days, they had to quit because they said their other half didn't want them on the program because they didn't even tell them in the first place that the fact that they joined our program, that is fucked up. And obviously, if you're listening to this, you are, you know who you are, right? That is messed up, the fact that you cannot tell your partner that you want to do something for you. That's not good at all. So if your partner is holding you back as well, 
or they're not. It's down to you, by the way, straight away to to tell them the circumstances, to tell them the situation, and then obviously because that's on you. If you don't tell them, that is massively on you. But if you then do tell them and they don't listen to you, the classic is. I really want to lose fat. I really want to look after myself. I want to hire a coach. I want to invest in my health and fitness. Oh, you're all right. You're fine. Don't worry about it. But you're actually like crying every single night because when you can't even look at yourself in the mirror because you, you you literally get changed in the dark or you just you've got you're really really suffering. But you feel that you can't tell them. That's not good. You that that you if you can't feel that you can't confide in your partner, that's a red flag. And you need to really start thinking about that as well because if you can't even obviously. You can't get support with your partner. You're trying to obviously eat healthy and eat health consciously and exercise, and they're going, oh, fuck that. Let's just get a Domino's. Let's just get a takeaway. Again, where, where's their support? They're being selfish and not thinking about you. Again, reiterate, you've got to tell them how you feel. But if then after that, they're not supporting you, you need to think about what you're doing. You need to either get them out of your life or you need to have a serious word to them and say, like, this is, this is the way it's got to be. You've got to, at the end of the day, if you care about me, you'll listen to me and I want to get, I want to change, I want to actually, and they should make a conscious effort with you and support you along with that. Of course, again, it's a two-way thing, okay? So, I mean, I've what's that, 17 minutes, and I hopefully, again, that sort of, that's struck home in the fact that the importance of the people at you, your job, the, the, the outside circumstances in your life, outside of how much you want to change, if you can't put yourself as a priority because of your job, because of your family, because of your friends, you aren't going to get to where you want to be. It's as simple as that. And that's why I tell, I've told you this in this episode because the amount of people that have come to me and they've said they're ready to change, let's do this. And then we get four weeks into the program and they're like, my job, my, I, I'm struggling because of my job. Or like I said, I said that person said that uh, uh, other half said that they couldn't do the program anymore. That's that's on you to address that massively, and obviously to get support in that is all good. So, I would love to know how you feel about it. if you can re- if this is relating to you and this is hitting home with you. I'd love to hear from you, and obviously the way to address that, of course, is like I said, is to tackle it head on. You speak to the people if it's in your job. You need to speak to your boss or someone that's higher above you to get that addressed. If it's a family member or if it's a friend, whether you have to have a serious word to them because it's scary having that awkward conversation with a friend, isn't it? Like, you are literally not supporting me. Like, the amount of people, like old colleagues of mine or or friends of mine, if I put up a picture of I've got my top off and all my friends compliment, like, make snidey digs the fact that I have photo shoots with my top and stuff like that, do you think I give a fuck what they say? Because it comes from a place of actually, because they haven't got the bollocks and the confidence to actually do anything like that. They're actually just stuck in their little comfort zone. So again, nothing personal. You just laugh it off. You just don't listen to these people. Certainly have the self-esteem and have the confidence to actually say, no, I fucking don't want to hear this. You're not supporting me. You either get on board with what I'm doing or you get out of my life. It's as simple as that. And trust me, if you can get that person out of your life and you know how much they are affecting you, or whether it's your job, when you get when you leave that job that you don't like, just watch how much better your life becomes, because it will. It'll just get better and better and better. And I can only tell you tell you that from experience and from obviously helping a lot of other people change that too. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed that episode. Like I said, I hope it really hit home, and I'd like to know your feedback. And of course, as always, please share. I know a lot of you, like I said, send me lovely messages in regards to how much you're enjoying the podcast. But share it. I want more people to hear it. Obviously, if it's decent. Give it, give it obviously a rating and also share it, like I said, because we want more people to obviously become ha- happier and healthier. All right. Okay. Enjoy the rest of your week as always. I'll speak to you soon. Take care.